What's up? What's up? Good morning. Good evening. Good night. Good afternoon. Whatever time you're listening in, wherever you're listening from. This is another episode of I Will Not Lose podcast. Let's take a moment. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here right now. Let's take a moment. Be present. Recognize that it's now, right now. Whether you're right now is working, running, driving, flying, recording your first remote pod in Nazareth. There you go. Let's be grateful we're alive, baby. Yes. Thank failure you for being can here. can be frightening. Yeah, man. Remember, failure can be frightening, but as Winston Churchill reminds us, success is all about going from failure to failure without losing enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. This is I Will Not Lose podcast where we proved it, set out to prove everything is learned from failure. We must recognize it as one step closer to success. I'm your host, Tony Ortiz. We're joined by Carter McKinney, man. What's up? Hey, good morning. Thank you for bringing the podcast here. I know that this is a little different. It's on location. Normally, you know, I think you do it at your home office. And yeah, it's like 9, 10 a.m. here. So we got the day started on Friday. Um, Yeah, man, we're in the beautiful Northeast, uh, Pennsylvania. So I was looking back a little bit. You're from Pittsburgh originally. Yes, so you rep Pittsburgh or Bethlehem? No, or? so I so I kind of rep like PA born and raised because I left when I, Pittsburgh when I was like under five, so I was like very young. But so I've been here the majority of my life. I'm 23, about to turn 24. But yeah, my whole thing is like PA, PA born and raised because I do travel, you know, not to like California or anything yet or overseas, but you know, like Florida, Atlanta, Texas, you know, stuff like that. And that's always PA. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's what's up, man. Presenting. Big shout out to Quasa the Artist. He's doing the same thing, videography around uh, California. He's been shooting stuff all around Texas. Word. I want to get to Cali. It seems so cool. Yeah. I haven't been there as well. I got an artist from Cali on the show next week. Shout out to Devin Haley. Hey, shout out. The episode will drop in a little bit. So you got out here. I was really fascinated with your story and you've always sparked me. I saw you on Facebook and putting some stuff out and really just representing the entrepreneur hustle. You know, you do this full time. You work super hard from photography to video to putting together photo parties. That's I met you at a few of the photo parties. Why don't yes. you tell, tell the guys about that venture? OK, so, yes, guys, um, you know, a little bit about me. Like I said, I was well, like Tony said, I'm from Pittsburgh. You know, I lived in Bethlehem for like over 15 years. Um, I have I've been in business for about five years. So I went to Lehigh, um, um, sorry, Liberty High School. And then I graduated from Bethlehem Catholic. And then I went to, you know, Northampton Community College. Um, I went there for a year, studied biology and, you know, business administration, was trying to go the college route, but play it safe by going to community college. And then I decided it wasn't for me. My grandfather was an entrepreneur as well. Um, He went to Lehigh to be an engineer. Um, And then he ended up owning his own business, you know, for engineering things and he taught me a lot of what i know just as a man and as a business person and then i carry a lot of that stuff into my work every day um and yeah um as tony was saying i have this event called the photo party it's one of my events that i do with my partners um so the photo party started as a networking event for models and photographers 
um, creative people in the Tri-State area to come to Nazareth, Pennsylvania, to my home studio. It's like an open house. And I have some vendors and things like that. And it's a you know safe space to have fun, be productive and network. And we've expanded to doing other events as well. So I have a shop small holiday market coming up in December 2nd of 2023, whenever you're watching this. Um, and that is going to be the biggest event ever. We're going to do over 25 vendors, over 150 people, hopefully. And that's going to be in Allentown. So we're just moving around. We're trying to not just do one location, reach different people and different audiences. It's like a family thing, you know, support creatives, small business and entrepreneurs. Super dope, man. Super dope. A lot of people get into one lane when they become an entrepreneur and they just have, you know, one hustle or one service. How do you find the time to run the full time business? But also, you know, it's a lot to put together an event. Yes, it is. So um, just like Tony and I were talking off camera, um, we're, we're working overtime like it's it's the holidays. You know, we're working like 12 hour days every day almost. And, I, you know, my girlfriend's an entrepreneur as well. So she owns a salon in Bethlehem. It's called Lovely Faces. Shout out my girl, Ashley. Um, you know, she does lashes, brows, skin, things like that. And she has a big space um, over there. Um, she's doing great. You know, big boss things. Um, but yeah, it, it is really hard to run, you know, my own full time business, my team and things like that as well as events. Um, I have investment partners. Um, I have six other guys who are in an investment group and we do the events together. Um, shout out, you know, Friendsly Have Ali and V Live and DJ Romeo and things like that. We do events almost once a week nowadays. And um, I also help my girlfriend run her business as well. And my family, of course. That's what's up, man. Yeah, big shout out to DJ Romeo G. I see him everywhere. Yeah, he's crazy. Shout out to, shout out to you, Romeo. Hustler. Bah. That's what's up. Yeah, I want to get uh, events is always something that I would think would be cool to do. But even just setting up the live production, even just doing this, you yeah, know, you helped, helped take me out of the, the shell and get everything set up to take the show on the road. Put the post out this morning that this is kind of the direction I want to move and, and exactly. set it all up. So thank you for helping me do the, the first use case, man. We're locking it in history. Absolutely. First on location pod. I will not lose. Bah. Good morning. Yeah. We got to do a big shout out to Lawrence Wright as well at the Barber Pill. Yes. You guys are, uh, you guys partnered up. He's the official barber. Yes. So I basically have this thing going where I had like the lady that does my hair, my barber and, you know, my girlfriend, my DJ. Like I have the official, you know, everything of McKinney Media. That's my business if I didn't introduce it. Um, and yeah, so as a marketer, it's natural for me to partner with certain people and put their business out there as I'm traveling. And I'm, I consider myself like a serial networker, you know, and as yeah. I'm traveling, I, you know, I'm always trying to sell, you know, the different services that I use, the companies, the people um, and just kind of spread that out. Affiliate marketing. That's super dope, man. What sort of philosophies you had hit me with a quote when we were off camera about uh, you want to hit them with the quote? Yeah. So quote of the day, you guys. So it's one I love. It's just I call it um, let your footsteps be either invisible or golden. So when you come into a space or, you know, a situation or, you know, being in another person's space like Tony today, um, leave leave that better than you found it or, you know, 
or the same. You know what I mean? Don't don't come into a space or a situation or what whatever, you know, leaving it worse. Um, like whether it's like physically leaving a space dirty or, you know, whatever it is, or just bringing bad energy or bad vibes. Um, if you have anxiety, if you have stress, if you have, you know, a problem or you're upset or angry um, or, a, you know, a stereotype or something like that, just leave it at the door. You know what I mean? Like you don't know who this person is. You don't know what kind of day they're having. You know what I mean? You, you might have had a situation with one you know, person or a woman or whatever it may be or a business or whatever it may be, but you don't know who this person is. So give them a chance. Wise words, man, wise words. I think it's important to have some sort of philosophy or something that drives your business, some sort of like key thing. I know for me with Tony Ortiz, the designer was integrity. And that's one thing for uh, the 15 years I've been doing it. I'm always like, okay, nobody's watching. Am I being on point with my time logs? Am I being realistic with when I'm spending my time that I'm working efficiently? You know, Um, I always think that like being an entrepreneur is kind of like a personal development, like when I went through my 20s and interviewed and talked to a bunch of successful entrepreneurs uh, in their late 60s or 70s, I didn't meet a single one that had at least didn't admit it to screwing over a whole bunch of people in order to get where they were. It was always based on some sort of integrity or networking or adding value to their network. And then it reciprocates itself. You know, that's what that's worked well for me. I'm not switching it up. I don't know. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I don't know. I think that integrity is very important in business. Um, when no one's watching, you want to be doing the right thing because there's a lot of people that are strong people, but there's a lot of people that are also, you know, they have different characteristics like they're more delicate they're more sensitive and you don't want to stomp on those people you don't want to take advantage um i kind of live my life trying to donate my time and services and finances to people to protecting and serving those kind of people um so yeah i uh i think integrity is very important you know what i live by in my business is you know share quality with your community. That's my slogan. Um, you know, do quality in everything that you do. Invest in your equipments, in your skill set, in your character. Um, like right now I'm in a phase of my life where I'm kind of heavier, like I'm a heavier weight. And my girlfriend, she goes to the gym like, you know, three, four times a week and whatever. So it's made me think like and her personal trainer is always in my face, like, oh, come work out with us. And whenever I try to pitch like a gym or personal trainer client, they're always trying to be like, oh, come come work out, come work out or we can't work with you, basically. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, like I'm kind of focused on my business and my finances and my character and other things like I think I know that health is important, but I've kind of been focusing on other stuff and I feel like that's totally okay. Hey man, it's okay. I've gone through, I don't know if you've seen pictures of me. I used to be 60 pounds heavier. Oh shit. No. Twice in my life, I was up to close to 240. Um, and then twice I lost 50, 60 pounds and now I'm back at, I'm at like 190 or something like that. But so I, I can tell you how to do it right. I can tell you how to do it wrong. Uh, my listeners know I have a background as a district 11 wrestler and oh, where uh, we do some horrible things to our body and like sucking weight and stuff. I'll yeah. never go back to that. But I can tell you, man, diet's the most important. Like if you can't get to exercise and I used to run 
three miles every day, five days a week. Like it's not exercise. I can tell you, at least for my body, you could exercise like crazy. It's going to make you hungry and you're going to eat calories versus if you just switch some things, cut out the bread, cut out things like that. But now, man, I'll, I'll help encourage you with, with stuff. You just take little steps. Yeah. Here and there, drink mm -hmm. more water and, you know, do different stuff. Yeah. I, I was always like, man, I'm too high. I got to go and run. And then I would get obsessed and like next three years I'd be running. So I don't say to do that. Yeah. I used to run a lot too, like jogging, running. And there was one summer when I lost like 20 pounds alone in just a few weeks. Um, but yeah, man, I definitely want to get back into like fitness and, you know, exercising and being a healthier person overall. And even like going to therapy, I think, uh, this month or last month was like men's or it's like mental health awareness month or something. Possibly. This month is a uh, national Alzheimer awareness. So okay. it's like a bit of mental health. Okay. Um, I think March or May is mental health awareness. Okay. But yeah, man, get into, that's something I preach for heavy. Like I was just at therapy this week. Feel great. I've been working with professionals just uh, in that aspect for years. Like the goal is not to be in it forever, but there's always something you can better yourself. And it's somebody that holds you accountable for stuff that's not going to like, you know, even I'm biased as your friend or as your colleague, I'll be biased with something. Their job is to be completely unbiased. Yeah, so it's like a, a mm -hmm. sounding board and stuff. But I got a recommendation for some good people, too, if you want to talk to them. Yeah, word. I really want to get into that because I feel like just as, as we're talking about health and fitness and things like that and even like financial, you know, financial uh, health, if you will, um, physical, I mean, sorry, therapy um, is something that I think falls in that wheelhouse as well. That's been underrepresented historically. And um, I definitely want to participate in that. And just grow, you know what I mean? Like grow my mind, grow my heart, grow my, you know, spirit and all kinds of different things. Yeah, man, you got to grow your energy, got to grow your energy. And a big part of it is gratitude. Yes, yeah. that I've found three things you're grateful for, like every single day or at least whenever you can think about it. Um, right now we're filming this in November, uh, you know, Thanksgiving, I believe is next week. And I always say throughout the whole year, I try to be very hyper aware of, you know, the fact that Tony took his time out today. He could have been working. He could have been with his family. He could have been, you know, having fun. He could have been catching up on sleep or work. Um, mm -hmm. And he was here filming. So thank you. Thank you for coming today. And, yeah, man. um, you know, just the fact that you don't want to take people's time for granted. Time is the only true currency that you can never get back. Um, and, and it's just it's so important. Um, and, and being thankful for things, even not on Thanksgiving, even not on Christmas, even in a tough situation. Um, my girlfriend and I for a while, every single day waking up. Hey, babe, what, do, what are three things you're thankful for? Um, so, yeah, very important. Heck, yeah, man, I worked with. Um Shout out to Clay Green. I worked with a coach the one time. That's another thing. If you can get a chance to work with a mentor or a business coach, it's so huge in professional development. But we had done a lot of work with flow and getting yourself into that state where, you know, your brain's not thinking. It's like the state that a skateboarder's in before, you know, Tony Hawk does the 900. Like, 
your brain has to turn off and your body just goes and you can channel that into your work when your your skills things like that but he had taught me a lot about gratitude and he asked me what's something you're grateful for and i was like my wife He's like, that's the easiest. They're like, how are you going to take your wife? You know, yeah. like the love of your life. That's easy to be grateful for. He's like, how about that pencil? Like that tool that you have on your desk. I'm like, the pencil, I don't know. It didn't feel anything to me. But then something clicked with me where I'm like, oh my gosh, just my headphones. When I push play, I'm like, thank you for this creator for making music that I can hear and be in this vibe exactly. right now. Thank you for the photography. You know, like that's why even when I'm working on my stuff, it's like, I, I don't want to put out crap. Like I'm not, I'm way better at not being a perfectionist, but somebody's going to view this and somebody's going to see it. And if it makes a smooth transition for their eyes and somebody says, wow, that's beautiful. Even if they just like it on Facebook and keep scrolling. Like you were a you, part of their day. That was a privilege to exactly, do that. Exactly. Exactly. Just got to care about stuff you do, man. Yeah, exactly. Like put your everything into it. Like a lot of the th- the times what I'm thinking about is being remembered like that. What's my biggest fear not being remembered? You know what I mean? Like having work that outlives you and, you know, it lives in museums and, you know, different art galleries and things like that. That is so fire. Um, and just me personally, I'm an entrepreneur and a business person as much, if not more than being a creative person. I am a photographer, but I'm a business person. Um, and I, I love playing, you know, best of both worlds. You know what I mean? I dress it up. I dress it down. I do work at home. I do work on location, you know, local and afar um, and, and all kinds of things. And I have white family, a black family, you know, all kinds of stuff. I love that. I I had a conversation with my sister. Uh, me and my sister are always the closest. But this was a moment where we really understood each other. She said, you know, growing up half because I'm Jamaican and white. So growing up half white, half black and also, you know, just doing creative work and all different kinds of work. It allows us to be a chameleon and really adapt to a bunch of different situations. And I thought that that was a very interesting take. And I totally agreed. <laughs> I can relate. I was going to start drafting a book in high school about chameleonism and just the idea that it's not... It, the best thing that I can say or that I've learned personally about that is if you just be yourself... You fit in everywhere. Exactly. There you go. Linking together with the equipment. But that's the other thing I'm always super grateful for, too, man. It gets easy when you're a creative entrepreneur to be like, why don't I have the tools? Like if you go all the way up to Hollywood, there's always a better tool than what you have. You know what I mean? And we're not talking about thousands of dollars. We're talking about tens of thousands of dollars. So sometimes hundreds. Yeah, if you get into like a like a red or some yeah. ri- ridiculous red dragon komodo craziness, <laughs> black magic. I actually have access to a red though if I want to learn it or use it or yeah, something. Me too. But um, it's the sort of thing that if you're not grateful for the tools that you have, you're just you're going to be miserable. Like you're always going to live in the world that you don't 
have like it's nuts so i could sit there and be like oh man we don't have a black magic live studio we don't have a producer to help us with the show but to just sit there and be like wow you know we built all this we're able to go on location we don't have to show up to a nine to five today That's because just we say. have the flexibility to be able to be here on a friday at 10 9 10 a.m and just be working and talking and really sharing real life insights and things like that with you guys. So thank you for listening. Thank you for watching wherever you are. Um, Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely grateful for listeners. I have, I I honestly wonder sometimes would I do the show, even if nobody's listening and the, the truth is absolutely yes. In fact, I try not to get caught up into who's listening or who just sees the clips. Because you're listening too. You're listening too. You know what I mean? As you're doing it. Yeah, it's uh, actually, it's funny. I'll throw back my, I'll shout out my therapist again. We talked about it before I started the show on whether or not. And I'm like, what's the worst that, what's the worst that could happen once a week? I try to tell people to think about success in terms of failures and the step towards it and not as something unachievable that they'll never get. Just in the past year, my mentality of reinforcing that and taking notes and thinking about real life world examples on how we can flip it. And then even just giving a voice to, you know, like a lot of guests that I have, like uh, the Tug McGraw interview. I'm a huge Tug fan. I've been for years and stuff. So to be able to provide a platform for him to promote his newest body of work, that was like a dream come true. That's like super dope. Meeting you with the photo party and coming in. I remember I walked in and you guys were recording a podcast in here. I'm like, you know, this is a cool space. And it was like a rainy Saturday. It was, like, yeah, it was a Sunday the, the, and it was like flooding rain and you know <laughs> i sold like 60 tickets but i had only 35 people show up um it was actually still a good turnout because all the vendors made money we all made connections and it was fantastic it was the yeah. first one but then the second one um we had seven about 70 people show up and it was like wow like it was a saturday this time and we're learning and we're developing and the vendors made like even more money this time and then now Cause that's what it's all about. I don't make a ton of profit on the events. I probably lose money on the events, but for me, it's about something that, that that's something that people remember, you know, a safe, a safe space to have fun, to be productive, to network, to be creative, to ask questions, to, ex, you know, expose certain thoughts and share certain things. Um, you know, I buy free pizza, stuff like that. So if you're local, please come by to the photo party or one of my events. Sometimes we have nighttime stuff. Sometimes we do brunches. We do all different kinds of things. And shout out to Tony for coming through. Um, he's came through to both of my photo parties and done videos for both that were fantastic and that I upload to my YouTube and share. Um, so, yeah, thank you for that. Really, they're, they're, they're fantastic. And, uh, and Tony does a lot of uh, logo work for me and, you know, my clients and family and things. So <laughs> just reminded me, I do owe you that logo. I <laughs> get that knocked out it's after the show. No rush. I'm not going but, anywhere. We're here for the long haul. And then you got a busy day today. You got another live show. Her. Yeah, like any minute that someone's going to be walking in to do another podcast or live stream. Hopefully we can all do something together. Um, yeah, shout out to my people on TikTok uh, live over there. Um, and yeah, I um, 
Yeah, I love I love studio days. I try to pack them up from like 9 a.m. to like 6. I am yeah. going to step out and get my hair done at some point today. Um, but other than just because it was like the only day before Thanksgiving because she's super booked. You going um, to Lawrence? Oh, you getting your hair done. Yeah, yeah retwist it re-twisted up. Re-twisted. And then I got Lawrence on Monday. So you might have to introduce me to your hair person. I think I'm going to start growing it back out again. I got to show I, you old pictures. How so? Of. How so? Like braids or twisties. So oh, I want to start with little like locks. Uh, maybe I'll start with like baby locks, but I don't know okay. if I want to commit to growing them all out. But yeah. th- but I'm I'm like a all or nothing. Like, you know, I was like, oh, I'm just gonna get some mics and talk. A year later, we're going live on location with the SM7B. Yeah. It's like it's the way I go. So if I start it, I'm probably gonna get into and then just grow them until they're too long. But my wife agreed. She's like, you've been looking like this for like 15, 20 Time to years. Change it up. Like, yeah. And um, for a while when I had long hair, I still dreamed. Like even after I cut it, when I would dream, I would have long hair. So it's just oh, something right. like it feels like. Cool. Yeah. Like and I would be playing with it in my dream and then I'd wake up and be like sad. So it's like a, a part of my identity. I don't know. It's like you're going to go into uh, the hair point and be like, I have I have a dream. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Do it just like I had it last night in my dream. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> Put something together. But I just love uh, shout out. That's another thing. Photographers, artists, graphic designers get the shout outs. But shout out to the cosmetologists, barbers. That's a that's a crazy grind. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Esthetician, anything like that. Yeah. And I've been getting into like a lot of charitable work and nonprofit stuff. And I came across this organization that's called Operation Address the Homeless. Shout out to Tommy and his team out in Allentown on 7th Street. I, I, I lived out there for a year in, in Allentown, right a couple blocks away and never knew it was there. So they have these freezers and fridges and, you know, like shelves and hangers full of clothes for the, for homeless people, people experiencing homelessness and displaced people. And honestly, it was so beautiful. Like I got invited to come by and, you know, we walked in the front door all the way through the back. They have like the laminate wood floors. It's two two you know levels two floors we walked upstairs there's a barber room with two chairs and mirrors full setup and like i don't know if you guys ever seen the videos online and it's not about the videos it's not for the clout but just the being able to see that the fact that they took someone that was homeless with like real long hair or whatever and like cutting it and you know giving them a fresh cut and like seeing the transformation i always thought that was so cool so i, I would try to get lawrence to do some of that i asked him about it that's super cool. Yeah. I did see that. I did see that video. Shout out to a couple people I saw on my feed. And that's what what's dope. You know, I go down my feed and it's not, I don't know if we're just getting older. It's not people in the club. It's all people doing stuff. I think I kind of subconsciously attracted higher energy people. I don't know what it's, I don't want to say higher energy. Like, I don't know, just How people do doing stuff. Oh, like, oh, okay. You scroll down your feed and it's like, okay, that person's helping the homeless. That Over, person's working with the school. Yeah, this person's <laughs> working on their doctorate. It's like, it's really cool to yeah. see, well, you know, and be part of that network. That's a good touch point that we could go to because, you know, I was just talking to my sister. She's going through a kind of tough time in her life. She, you know, went to school for a while in Atlanta and she had a tough relationship and all of it. She's out of all of it now. And she's kind of like, what do I do and how do I get up every day? And like she's going through some bad mental health stuff, too. And I'm, I'm just telling her that, you know, you have to really 
go out and, and have tunnel vision. Like, it's so hard. You know what I mean? Like the concept that no one's going to look out for you, but you is limiting. But in certain ways, it is true. You know what I mean? It can be a cold way to look at the world because there's great people and, you know, neighbors that'll help and random strangers and things like that. But at the same time, you do have to just look out for yourself. You do have to tone stuff out. You do have to say no and you do have to be selfish sometimes. And and there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I mean? Something that that's sometimes hard for me. I'm a giver. Like, I just want to give all my time. want to give it away for free and I want to do it really well. Super hard. But, but yeah, you know, you, you have to there's balance to all things. I saw one thing that uh, struck me on that note, but uh, said never lower your prices to get a sale because it devalues the people who are paying your full price. price. Yeah, your full price. You know, so that's something I try to work into business and all that sort of thing. But so you've been been in business five years what's the next step did you write like a five-year business plan did you write like a 10-year plan are you rewriting Um, a plan no i didn't write down a plan and i am someone that would probably be expected to do that but no i i didn't do that just yet i I sat down with someone and they were asking me you know where do you want to be when you're 30 which would be seven years from now for me and i said you know he it was funny because i'm not going to say who it is but i sat across from this guy so he basically is someone that you could consider competition he is a big marketing agency in the area and i sat with him and we got breakfast and i sat across from him and he like he was like kind of getting in my face. He was like, you know, all this stuff. And I was like, normally I'm, I'm, I like to consider myself a strong person, not like strong physically, but like, you know, whatever. I'm not going to take shit. But like I kind of welcomed it because it's like if you're going to be strong with me and and firm, like I actually get that. You know what I mean? Like he was like, dude, like, you know, you want to be a provider for your woman. You want to be a provider and have kids and have a home. And, you know, I told him that I wanted to make one hundred thousand dollars. And here's the reason for that. And I don't mean to take in that in my business and all of my ventures, but just for me. And it's not even about the number. It's about the fact that I don't need a million dollars in my account every year. I want to give away more than I take in, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. You know, like it's not about how much I'm making or whatever. I'm, it's about how much I give, honestly, because when I was hearing about wealthy people and billionaires and stuff, People in, you know, low and, you know, middle class, they'll talk about how much they make. But I'm trying to talk about how much I give away. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Uh, It's all about impact. I have heard that in circles of and you're not talking about like millionaires and stuff. You're talking about like wealthy people. All they talk about is how much they give. And it's not about the money even, man. It's like it would be great to say that I impacted a billion people instead of like, oh, I'm a billionaire. You know what I mean? And and I've heard I've had the privilege of hearing and capturing a billion stories. You know what I mean? So you do it with the. You do it with the photography and you do it with your service. But I just I want to take it. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt you. I'm trying to take it from just it being me to like really like almost like making an Uber style app for photography where it's like re re like re-navigating the way that you think about it. And, Would that and still you have you be accessible to the people that like 
like one thing I always try to keep in mind is like accessibility with my pricing. You know what I mean? Like yeah, just so because the, the skill could be at this or like even if you Google what are the average rates for graphic design, yeah. and they'll tell you a starting rate is this. I'm lower than that. But people can get corporate quality photography from you that headshot you don't understand that could get somebody an interview that could get them a job that could change their whole life exactly and if they can't get that unless they have you know seven hundred dollars an hour or something ridiculous which might not even be ridiculous i don't know rates like that but you know i mean you gotta at least I think it's very important to be grateful for what you are doing and who you can help and have that passion, have that goal. Like I'm going to touch this many people, but you don't get to choose, at least in my experience, you don't get to choose who you influence and who you do stuff like Mm -hmm. most of the most influential stuff I've done. I was doing just being myself and that's how it inspired someone else. But like the podcast, I'm like, Hey, people can take something and people do come to me. They're like, I get something from every episode. I listen to every episode. I'm like, bet I'm going to keep doing it and keep going from there and stuff like that. But you know, the the amount of people you help on the way, they say money doesn't make you anything but more the person you were you had before it. So like, if I make sure if I have $5 in my wallet, I'm going to tip somebody. That's not going to change when I have money. I'm, I may just tip more. Like, it's just, it's, uh, I don't know. I think it's, I think you're doing a phenomenal job. And I think that you're helping people where you need to help. I think, I don't even think you're, all that accessible, but your value is definitely higher than your price. And that's a, that's a good place to be. Yeah. And I, so I had a retain, so I did the retainer model where I'm sure you do. I'm pretty sure you do it now, but I, I had the retainer model where, you know, I'm basically an employee, but I'm a 1099 and, you know, I work with this client every single day, every week, every month, and I get a guaranteed check at the beginning of the month. And it's, and it was a nice one, but that, that tied up my work so much. I didn't do any of these events. I didn't get to sit, like spend time with as many people as I do. I probably wouldn't be able to be here right now. Um, and it was really at first I was like, OK, I don't give a fuck that I don't that I'm not working with them anymore or not doing it. But then it was like, damn, like that was a lot of money. And that was nice. Like, I missed that. And I need to replace this money. I'm like starving. But then just like we were talking about earlier, I had a price of like five hundred dollars an hour for photography and I'd get paid it. You know, what I mean, every once in a while, not all the time, a couple times a month. Right. But then. I made the hard decision because my business, my freelance business was really struggling. I wasn't getting enough bookings and the economy is starting to be, you know, kind of not as good. And I lowered my price to $200 an hour. That's what it's at now. And I get to work with all kinds of different people. I get booked a lot more frequently and it makes a lot more sense for my business. And that that was a tough conversation to have with myself and with my team, because I was like, oh, my God, like, how am I supposed to, you know, hire another photographer under me and still get my percentage inside of two hundred dollars? You know what I mean? Like groceries are so expensive like my grocery bills are at least 250 a month you know what i mean like it's just everything mm-hmm. is so expensive and so high and yeah man like it was i felt like 
man, like Mercedes Benz and Rolls Royce and all these big brands that I'd aspire to have similarities to in certain ways, they wouldn't lower their price. They wouldn't do that. But I guarantee that they've had to in some cases. You know what I mean? Not mm-hmm. like doing a Black Friday sale, but like lowering their price in general. You know what I mean? And, and the economy switches and businesses switch and clientele and different things, seasons. And I think they totally do switch. So I'm hoping for the best with it. It's doing great right now. I love, I'm so happy with my business. So it's been really successful and I appreciate all the positive, the love and you coming here. Yeah, man, definitely. I need a gratitude button. I think, I don't even know what these buttons do. I think if we hit them, there'll be like a laugh track or something. Let's not, let's not hit anything. It might blow up yeah. the podcast, yeah. but um, no, I want to grow that sort of stuff, put it together. There's definitely, I'm grateful for guests and just the fact that I created something. That's what my post said earlier, you know. I've got three interviews this week. I only drop every other week, so we're booked out to like January. This might come out in December or sometime in January. Yeah, my birthday is January 6th, so maybe around that time. Shout out to Capricorns. Yeah. I'm January 12th. Oh, shit, word. So we might have to do a photo party right around like the yeah. 10th so or I'm planning like an that. event. I'm trying to do something on Friday the fifth, so the day before in Leah Valley. I always go to like New York or some other city with like family for like a family dinner, and then I'll do get like a hotel and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, I think I'm gonna do an event on Friday the day before my birthday. Man, then wake up on my birthday and go to the city. That'd be dope. That'd be super dope. I try to do more celebrating like I'm uh, I just did. I did something stupid. I took myself out to Red Robin or something. I just told myself, order anything on the menu, like just go from there. And um, just as I'm eating the food, I'm thinking and I pray a lot. I do a lot like I'm so much different than I was in my 20s. And I feel like that's why I finally caught my stride like i'm really living the stuff i don't create a show and have to this is the thing that i love i don't have to pretend to be somebody i'm not the reason why i have rappers doctors entrepreneurs recovering addicts is because i really connect with these people they're in my network so they're able to come on have a conversation with me Nothing is nobody's coming and saying, man, I see you're getting a million likes. So I want to be part of your show because this can help me promote something or blow something up like that. Everyone's like, I just want to have a conversation. I've had things where technical difficulties have gone wrong. And I had a conversation with a doctor and I'm freaking out like, oh, my gosh, I wasted your time. And she's like, we just had a great conversation. It wasn't a waste of time. You know, Um, I may actually still put that one out on audio. I still have the audio but the, the video failed. So me being a perfectionist, I'm like, let me hide this from the world. But well, yeah, it could be like a little bonus feature, maybe around the holidays. You put it out on Spotify and things like that and do a sound bite. We'll do something dope like that for sure, for sure. But uh, you mentioned uh, community and having things in community. I wanted to touch before we land on the plane on your coat drive. Oh, OK. Yeah. So. Um, I don't yet have a nonprofit, but I do some nonprofit things. Um, I partner with Lawrence from the Barber Pill. Shout out Lawrence, official barber of McKinney Media. Um, we did a backpack drive. So little backstory. Lawrence, I reached out to him because I wanted to do stuff. I follow this guy named Luca Brazi 
Um, you know, he has a cannabis brand called Gumbo, New York guy, very big personality. And he talks about going into like Times Square. He's a New York guy. He talks about going to Times Square and like giving out millions of dollars, like a million or a hundred thousand dollars worth of toys and computers and TVs to, to all kinds of people for the holidays. And I was like, all right, I'm going to start where I can. So because I was inspired by that. And I was like, OK, I'm going to go and you know, get as many backpacks and school supplies as I can. We raised 50 backpacks full of supplies for the community in Bethlehem. And we gave out those backpacks. Um, and then the code drive that Tony's talking about is, you know, a season or two, like fall and winter time long um, coat collection. We have an Amazon registry, um, you know, for coats, only new stuff. Um, you know, when we're doing charitable work, we only give away stuff that we would really use or, you know, quality things, nothing used or beaten down or leftovers. None of that. We want to give people good stuff, great stuff um, and make them feel a part of the family. Um, so, yeah, we that the coat drive has been established for quite some time. I didn't have as much engagement with it as I thought, but at my events, I'm going to start um, having like a stand and a flyer and stuff where I ask people to give, even if it's like five bucks, 10 bucks, and we'll get it going. Um, and I'm trying to get some institutional support, too. And hopefully, you know, in the next three months, um, my goal is to start a 501c3, a nonprofit. There we go. You said the next three months? Yeah. All right. I'll keep track. Well, uh, that'll be my goal. Get before this video Valentine's out. Day. Get this video out before Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah, before Valentine's Day, I wanna I wanna celebrate Valentine's Day with having a nonprofit. That's super dope. It's not something I thought of doing, but I do. Um, I do donate work to. This is actually the first time saying it publicly, but I donate work to a select nonprofit every quarter. And just do something from there. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I'll carry for a longer than a quarter working with the group, but I'll just like sit on their marketing chair, so like sit on their board, help with marketing, donate some time or services. Yeah, that's what I do. And too. Um, that always seems to reciprocate itself with networking and things like that. But yeah, man, you're on the right path, man. I didn't even realize you. You said you're what twenty three. Yeah. Uh, don't let ever let anybody tell you that. You lack experience or knowledge because of that. You know, you're an old soul. They tried to sun me yeah. throughout my 20s. You yeah, know what I mean? They always try to do that. And I'm like, hell no, talk to me like I'm your equal or get the fuck out of my face, boy. <laughs> yeah. Now, if anything, you also have to realize, like, you come up with a world of technology that sometimes boomers haven't done. You know what I mean? And like... You're not better than them or worse than them. They yeah, have a set of skills that we don't have. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, you you can't put boomers down for not knowing technology and they can't put you down for not aging. You know, stuff definitely comes with age. I'm still young myself as well. But so many people wish they could have spent their 20s doing stuff with their legacy, doing stuff as an entrepreneur. A lot of people spend their times in clubs, on drugs, on alcohol, you know, which is great. Spend your time when you're young, especially if you don't have any kids. But to go and create the legacy, the hard work and pay your dues and climb those humps early, 
Oh man, you're just cruising the rest of your life, man. So yeah, big shout out to what you've been doing. Thank you so much. I, I have a really bit like back to that whole impact and being remembered thing. I have a huge thing about me where I like paying your dues like that. Apart, I love that. I love it. Like I want to work my butt off so that I, you know, I've earned some respect. I, I've circulated my work into the community. I've empowered people, you know, help them create businesses. A business isn't just a business. Mm-hmm. It's a family. You know what I mean? There's a family and people behind that humans um, and, and humans struggle. Businesses struggle. Like there's some businesses that made it out of COVID. There's some businesses that doubled and tripled and quadrupled in size during COVID or more. You know, there's all kinds of different stuff. And and someone that I've been in, in the face of people that were experiencing homelessness six months ago, they said when they were in front of my face and they're coordinating events and all kinds of different stuff, they were just sleeping in a car. You know what I mean? Like, you never know who you're talking to. So sometimes it's just about being like super respectful and super, you know, considerate and understanding and patient. Um, Cause whether you, you know, you're the strongest person in the room or the weakest person in the room, like you just want to be considerate, man, because you never really know what's going on. And to a certain extent, don't let people tell you shit, man. You know, like you, you, you got your own story to tell. And there's a reason why you feel that tension in your chest when they said something or whatever. Um, That's your gut telling you to say something or to get out of a situation or whatever. Um, Don't don't sit on your hands with that. You have a story to tell. You deserve to be there just as much as anyone else does. So. Yeah, man. Big proponent of equality and stuff like that and mindset, knowing that you're not better than anyone else, but you deserve just as much as everyone else. Like, oh, keep it down. The neighbor next door might have a problem. Okay, well, I might have a problem if the neighbor next door has a problem because (laughs) I want to have fun and I pay to be here just like you do. You know what I mean? So stuff like that. It's duality. My neighbors play music super late. I go to bed at like 1030. I'm in bed early and I'm up super early. But at the same time, I know at seven in the morning when I want to bump some trap because I'm getting ready to throw a logo on or whatever. I thought you were going to I thought you were going to look at me crazy because we were listening to like some Lil Wayne and Rick Ross and all kinds of shit like 21 Savage. Yeah, because it was mad loud and like, I don't know, my girlfriend hates it. Do I come off as that professional? No, like no, you are professional, but I, <laughs> you know, I don't know. So, sometimes everyone's different, like I said. So I just do me. That's what I would have done. That's what I do. So that's what I did. You know. So I, I want to tell you, and we'll start to land the plane. But I want to tell yeah. you a quick story. I was in a, I was networking a lot in my twenties, and at the same time, I was putting out music. I was putting out rap, and I was working with rappers to put out mixtape covers and stuff like that and somebody had said to me uh you know who you are shout out to you man you're some of the best advice you ever gave me but they said my portfolio is too hip-hop for the room that nobody was really interested in my style of stuff like that and i should look to get towards more corporate stuff so i thought okay this is me this is my style but this is honest feedback so let me see what i can do and i've always tried to mix in a little bit of corporate stuff there's a reason why it works but i kept doing the nightlife flyers about a year later i was in a networking group that i had went to um 
you know, I just had an argument about why are you doing all these networking groups? I'm like, my time is coming. You know, I'm standing next to a guy and he owns a, like a media buying group. And I introduced myself to him. I introduced myself to his wife and I'm showing his wife some of the stuff that I do. And I get a call like a day or two after the meeting, like, hey, I just closed a deal with Sands Event Center. This was what used to yeah, be Wind Creek. Used to be yeah, the casino. Uh, we want to have you, you know, my wife actually said that you should throw your name in the hat for it. So I bid against, I don't know, six or eight other designers. And I, it was like a Friday like this. I just had time. I knocked it out in about eight hours. One day I knocked out the concept, sent it back. But long story short, I got the job. And the reason why they said they went with me was because of my background in the nightlife that Sands audience was baby boomers and college kids nightlife. That was what their stuff wanted. So they had actively sought out my brand and my style. That Ended it. Staying true to who you are. Everything was corporate from then on because I was able to show them, look, I've worked on a global brand. Like I was in my 20s and stuff, but that switched for me. It was like, you're going to respect me. You're going to respect my craft, you know? Um, And I did dial back some of the, the... You can't just go and make everything hip hop and corporate. Like there's a, even mainstream hip hop has a very clean polished look to it. I think of like Travis Scott or something like that. Like there's an, ur- I hate when they call it urban, but there's an urban style, you know, and you figure out where you want to go and what makes you feel good and what community you got into to help and to start with from the same. But yeah, man, just be yourself. Long story short. Absolutely. Unapologetically you. Mm-hmm. Because no one else can do it like you. No one else is you. So do you. Well, I say we throw on some Lil Wayne or some Kanye. I don't know. Is Kanye canceled? I don't think so. I still listen to Kanye. He's yeah. a little crazy, but he's been through a lot. He's been through a whole lot. Oh, man. We could do a whole other episode on he's Kanye. He's also a genius, so give Kanye his, his credit. It's... uh. It's messed up. It's messed up, man. Like we'll have a whole other maybe in mental health we'll do a we'll do something on. Yeah. Like, I feel bad for Kanye's story. I feel like he doesn't feel I don't know if he's just totally against medicine or if he feels like he can't create without it or yeah. what, but I don't know. But hey man. This has been I Will Not Lose podcast, where we prove out the set that everything is learned from failure. We must recognize it as one step closer to success. Hope you enjoyed our hour with Carter McKinney, entrepreneur, photographer, philanthropist, legend, man. Legacy in the making. Legacy in the making. So um, the QR code will show up if you want to support the show. If not monetarily, you can always like, share, comment. Uh, You have no idea how much even just recommending this show to somebody else goes. Uh, Thank you for listening. Yes. Thank you for listening to another episode of I Will Not Lose podcast. To support the show, visit IWillNotLosePodcast.com. You can subscribe to your favorite podcast player, share the episode link, leave a comment, Your contribution is greatly appreciated. And if you're listening in and can't see the QR code for donation, go to tothedesigner.com slash links, and there's instructions to donate up there. Thanks so much.